When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well met, fellow adventurers. Now, before doing Giants Part 2, I was going around selling some stuff, storing some stuff, and replacing my very heavy Galgarok shield with a lighter kite shield, for which I visited the Gradoc Bazaar. So I've just been there, and someone has decided to interrupt me. And now... Back to the story. As you make your way out of the bazaar, you encounter a trio of young, vulgar men who are obviously spoiling for trouble. When you attempt to pass by and be on your way, one of them holds out his arm above your chest and steps directly into your path. You'll kindly not cross the path of rock. The brave, lest you seek to pay him homage, wretch, he sneers. If you should be so kind to tell our dear friend Ulok that you meant him no slight, he may perhaps deem you be worthy of being spared a beating. Okay, Ulok. There's a link for him. Ulok the Brave. Ulok the Brave has become an unwelcome blight in and around Gradoc over recent years. A master warrior, barely 30 years of age, who lost skill with a blade and head for battle, matched only by his cruel nature and unabashed egotism. Ulok does his fame and fortune by leading a band of mercenaries that defeated several groups of marauding bandits around Gladok. Such espagades endeared him to many within the city, including Thaimarada. However, in subsequent years, he has largely fallen out of favour due to his extremely uncouth manner and suspected association with several unsavoury characters. In recent months, Iraq's actions have only served to strengthen his fearsome reputation. Though it can't be proven, it's suspected he had a hand in several brutal slayings in and around Gladok. While the city contends with other matters, most who are content to stay out of the way. Stay out of Ulok's way while he wages his small but brutal campaign of terror. So, he's a jerk. And possibly a murderer. Another of the young men steps forward. The top half is his face, almost completely obscured by a mop of tangled brown hair. He flashes a crude, a crooked smile. Folds his arms across his broad tent chest. Recalling a little you've heard about Ilok and his crew, we're certain the goal of these men is to frighten them really mate. You also know, however, that by all accounts, that all accounts that Ilok is not only a swaggering bully, but also a master warrior, though his blade has known the blood of many of his former enemies. We haven't got all day, wretch! growls the young man. Hurry up with that apology before there's a terrible mismatch. Here and now, 
mindful of the brutal reputation of Ullock and his crew, quickly consider. Consider your next course of action. I just refuse to apologize. Teach the crew a few manners with my fists. Or I can just apologize. I'm going to refuse to apologize. You smile at the young man's bold request and slowly shake your head. The man draws a short sword and steps forward menacingly. Will places a hand on his shoulder to straighten him. Let this, let this one go," says Ilok. His voice much softer than you would expect it. There will be a day when this flower shall be picked, which is not today. The softly spoken words of the master warrior send a chill the length of your spine. You believe you are, you are beginning to believe you have made a very deadly enemy. In Ilok the Brave. Okay, I'm just gonna leave. Okay, you turn and quickly make your way out of the bazaar. You glance back over your shoulder and note with some degree of alarm that Uwok and his cohorts have watched your departure. Once outside the bazaar, you set off through the streets of Blaurock. Okay, time to go to Trithic. Explore Eastern my residence and okay I can drop an item here I'm gonna drop Graudorop shield yes now I've got now I've got myself down to 29 encumbrance that's pretty much as those it would go considering all this plate stuff I'm carrying on there's probably a there's, oh yes, there's also this massive leather tomb with six encumbrance. But that, that will be dealt with later. Now, alright, leave the grounds of Twin Keep, City Gates, Travel, Southwest, Heart Hills, Hawklaw, Visit Hawklaw. Just going to mount tender charger. Just to make sure I keep my bonuses. Alright, adventures. Giants. The Giants Part 2 Stone Song. The fearsome mountain giant Jastis Khan, with an army of goblins and ogres trailing in his wake stomps his way across the Tyson countryside, eager to take up residence in the lair of deceased half-brother, Hanley Jack, as the wicked giant's evil shadow falls over the land. You find yourself on a desperate and dangerous quest to retrieve the one weapon with the power to defeat his savage might. Embark on this adventure. A recap of events. You remain in deep council with the village elders long into the night, discussing what should be done with regard to the looming threat of the arrival of Justice Khan. It is eventually decided by all present that you will reconvene tomorrow at dawn, draw up a plan for dealing with the half of Hornley Jack, 
It was almost more comforting to know that there was old Hornley out there on the edge of the wild, says one of the elders as you make your way out of the council building. I suppose the known evil is less frightening somehow. The elders thank you again and you agree to meet them back here at dawn. You take your leave and stroll away along Hawklaw's main thoroughfare, gazing up at the ceiling of bright flickering stars suspended in the frigid night over the breadth of the North Broadlands. As you step through the front doors of Hillsfeet Inn, eager to catch a few hours of sleep before dawn, you have no way of knowing the meeting set to convene at the break of day tomorrow will never take place. And now the adventure begins. Your night at the Hillsfeet Inn is a restless one. You toss and turn as your mind wrestles relentlessly on what must be done about the looming menace of Justice Khan, a menace that draws ever nearer with each passing hour. The hour preceding dawn arrives, cold and silent, and you find yourself without any solid answers to the perplexing questions that plagued you since returning to Hawklaw. With less than an hour remaining before you are set to again meet with the village elders, you rise and are preparing to follow your nose downstairs towards the captivating smell, freshly brewed palo, when suddenly you catch sight of a shadowy figure pressed into the corner of the womb. Instinctively, you assume a defensive stance as the dark, hooded figure steps between you and the door. You need not fear me, Zoop, issues a man's voice from beneath the hood. I come in secretly and in great haste, I would hope with the spectre of grim reality dodging at my heels, enter these hills with the giant and his minions less than a day's travel behind me. I need not tell you there is no time to lose. The figure suddenly clasps his hand to the hilt of a sword hanging from his belt. I can demand to know the stranger's name and business. I can just attack him. Or I can use the power of divination. We'll use the power of divination. Using it. Succeeded. 8 XP to divination. You sense this man speaks the truth. And that while his intentions are honourable, he's somewhat on edge and accustomed to dealing with people who are often less than upright. Okay, demand to know the stranger's name and business. There's a quick matter to attend to before I reveal that, he says. With that, he leaps forward, drawing a blade and swiping at you with its flat edge. You parry the first several of his swings before countering with an attack of own. You sense the hooded man is a highly skilled combatant, but he is not attempting to kill you. You brazenly fight the hooded stranger. Subdue your enemy. The enemy smashes through my defences with a devastating blow for 31 damage. And the hooded stranger strikes at you with the flat of his blade. Okay, I'm just bashing on. Yep. I swing my mace. Oh, God, stop, stop doing it. Stop doing these devastating blows. They're rude. Okay, nearly got me down. Uh, healing, healing, hand of healing. Yah! Oh, yeah, yeah. He kept doing devastating blows and he defeated me. 
even though I was much, much stronger. You were defeated, but still alive. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Your SP has been fully restored. Phew. <laughs> you dropped to the fore, having at last been subdued by your opponent's superior combat prowess. Oh, more, let's be more accurate. Superior luck. The stranger extends his hand, and you take hold of it as he pulls you to your feet. He nods approvingly, draws his weapon, and places his hands on his hips. You're up to the task, that much is clear, he says. Partly all I've heard about, about you, Soup, is not without merit. I trust you'll excuse my crude tactic, but I can assure you it was necessary. What lies ahead is not for the meek. I dare say I'm much relieved to have witnessed you in action. Now... Let me explain why it is I sought you out. The stranger throws back his hood, revealing a man that is somewhat older than you expected. His short, cropped grey beard and long silver hair tied back in a lengthy brand traces his advanced age. The piercing gaze of the stranger's bright hazel eyes are somewhat unsettling. Begins to speak, your attention is drawn to this to surprise, with surprising appearance, to the weight of his words. He introduces himself as Ivor Temlick and tells you he hails from a small settlement, high in the foothills of the Fedrin Range on Tissa's western border, near that he says already suffers beneath the shadow of dust. Dusk Tiscan. There's much about myself I cannot reveal to you, he says, at least not yet. It's suffice for you to know that the location of the final resting place of Tawangar is at last known to me. I do not doubt the legends, for their clues led me to find his tomb. Should they prove true, by his side will lie his trusted horn, the mighty stone song. Okay, a couple of links here. Tawangar. Tawangar is a semi-legendary warrior mage. He was the master of a wherefore of magic that allowed him to transform living flesh to stone. As his powers of petrification grew, he became exceedingly wicked, using his power, magical abilities to gain power and wealth beyond reason. For his material wealth, his most prized possession was the magical horn Stone Song. It is said to have the power to petrify any giant that hears its haunting blast echoed in the hills. Tango used his horn to gain the obedience of several fearsome giants, who he employed to further his own wicked ends. In the final days of his life, the cruel warrior mage is said to have constructed his own tomb, complete with a devious puzzle that helped forever protect his final resting place and his beloved horn. You do know there's these things called locks. Yes, there's locks, all just, you know, walling something up. Just build a wall around it. Just, just build a wall around something. I mean, it's not like you intend for anyone to ever get it, so... Must make it impossible. Make it literally impossible. Okay, what is Stone Soul? The legendary magical horn is said to have the power to turn into stone any giant who hears his haunting blast echoed in the hills. This powerful weapon once belonged to Tangalar, 
the warrior mage of legend, who've employed his magic to further his own wicked ends. While his whereabouts remain unknown, it's been suggested that he remains by the side of his former master within his tomb. Go back. Go back. Tanangar, the legendary warrior mage, and his enchanted horn and stone song are features in both the history and the folklore of the North Broadlands. The very mention of the tomb of Tangar instantly pikes your interest. The many legends surrounding mysterious and long-dead warrior mage are true, and as I will proclaim, the tomb is also the likely resting place of his most prized possession, his magic horn, stone song, a weapon feared throughout all of giantdom. Yes, Stone Song, repeats Ivor, noting your sudden interest. The one weapon capable of defeating, dealing a swift and astounding defeat to the likes of, of Jastuscon and his Ike Elk. As the name suggests, it will turn the flesh of a giant back to the stone of the earth when its blast wings in the hills. Ike reveals he has travelled here, seeking you out, having learned of your reputation as an adventurer of great skill, who has credited a long list of accomplishments, which you can hear about elsewhere, wherever you're hearing it now. I must tell you that I was sceptical for your reputation at first, for where was I seen this morning, though, I no longer have any doubts. There's anyone capable of raiding the tomb of Tangadar and retrieving stone songs who it is you. Realise that the opportunity to acquire a weapon capable of dealing with Jaskarna weighs any chance that the entire notion might prove to be a disastrous waste of time. Well aware that the plight of an entire countryside hangs in the balance, we told Ivor without hesitation you wish to be taken to the tomb at once. Ivor smiles and nods approvingly. I'm all but certain the tomb contains the horn. I've long been a scholar of Tarangarlis legend. I would not carelessly waste precious time at so pivotal a moment as this. Sort of convenient that 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 his years of stu- study just happened to turn up turn up the answer at just this time. <laughs> I mean if he'd studied a bit slower, we'd, we'd be screwed. And if we'd studied, if he'd studied a bit faster, he would just go, "Hey, here you go. Here you go. Here's the stone song. Use it." And that wouldn't be nearly as exciting. I mean, actually, he'd pro- someone would probably have used it earlier. Or would it just, or it would just have been, oh, is it, is it really that dire? Is it dire enough? Is it dire enough? Is it a dire enough? You know, you, like, you know, like using an elixir in an RPG, you just, it's so, it's too, it's so useful that you never use it. I've all told you, she seeks nothing for his part of this. He wishes to lead you to the tomb with all possible haste, so the search for Stone Song can begin. You must leave at once, he says. Jastus Khan and his minions would not be idle in the hills to the west. 
He seeks to quickly establish dominion over all that dwells in these parts. The harshest of measures will be employed towards that end of that, you may be sure. I have more than passing interest in seeing this monster brought down to. For too often have I witnessed the destruction brought about by his savage wrath. I will tell you he will not venture into the tomb himself, though he will not say precisely why. Well, no, from what I know about tombs, it's probably filled with deadly traps, there's probably monsters in it, and when I disturb the tomb's tomb, Tarangar will come to life and try to kill me. That's what usually happens in tombs. Oh yeah, and when I try to leave, the tomb will collapse. That will also happen. Because that's what always happens in tombs. It's just the walls. It is the tomb walls. Serious. Respect the tomb walls. Now just remember, when you build a tomb for yourself, or anyone else, obey the tomb walls. Monsters. Traps. Come, have whoever it is for comes to life when it's disturbed, and when the, when the person who disturbs leaves, the tomb collapses. Those are the tomb walls. Obey the tomb walls, or you will not be admitted into the tomb constructors' guild. <laughs> Such things are best left to an experienced adventurer. He says quickly as he slaps you on the shoulder. Come now, let's be off. There isn't time to spare. You never ask Michael where he headed, but you follow him out of, out of the inn and out of Holplot. For nearly three hours, you trek steadily north through the wild forest of Western Tysa, until at last the trees begin to thin out, and you arrive at the edge of a desolate, cheerless moor. Cragbloth Moor, says Ivor, and sees out onto the bleak expanse following a narrow stony trail. You follow closely behind him and soon find yourself standing in the shadow of a tall crag of black rock that juts out of the broken ground at an odd angle. It's the link for Cragbuff Moor. This wild, desolate moor that sits to the north, to the northeast of the eastern edge of the Hard Hills. Ivor moves up to the towering pinnacle of stone and rolls his hand and runs his hand over the surface. Your eyes follow the move of his hand, and you clearly make out the thin outline of a cleverly concealed door set into the side of the crag. There are few who know the legend of Tongar, as I do, he says, who location of the tomb escaped me for longer dwell, but alas. How I came to learn of its location, if this will concern to you, I'm sure. Ivor cleans away much of the dirt and grime, clings to the door, revealing a large engraved wound in the middle of the stone door. It tells you this is the mark of Tarangar, thus signifying the tomb of the legendary warrior mage. He then runs his finger over a series of small, intricate symbols beneath the wound. tells you that their meaning removes all doubt. Tunnengar's West is what it roughly translates to, he says. Well, here we are. Ivor tells you that according to the legend, Tunnengar's final resting place within the tomb, concealed and guarded by a devious puzzle 
constructed by the Maya Mays during his final days of life. It's key to solving the puzzle and locating Tarnagar, and hopefully Stone Song, said to be found in the words of a cryptid, cryptic verse located somewhere within the tomb. Oh yes, that, that's, that's the fifth, fifth optional wall of tombs. If you have a puzzle, have a little inscription that, that in a slight, have a little poem or an inscription or some prose, something written in the tomb that says how you can solve the puzzle. The verse of Tarngar should lead us to what we seek. Nothing is known of the verse itself, as the legend makes only a mention of it. However, I believe its discovery will prove instrumental to our success. Ivor pulls open the stone door, revealing a steep, steep flight of steps descending into darkness. A chill runs the length of your body as you peer into the shadows of the tomb. Tarangar was a powerful and wicked caster. According to the legend, his tomb is guarded by the wandering remains of the countless victims of his petrifying magic. Don't become lost in there, and don't hesitate to retreat to the safety of the sun's lights. I'll set up camp here and retain a watch. I've always quiet for a moment, and then suddenly step forwards and initiate a shoulder cross. Well, here we stand, the fresh cold of Tarngar's west, he says. My prayers go into the dark with you, friend. Take a final look around the desolate moor that surrounds the tomb, silently hoping you will again have the chance to behold its worthy beauty. You bid Ivor a farewell before wedding your faithful light and where are you sending into the tomb? A disguising silence fills the musty halls of this ancient tomb. A deep, a steep set of rumbling stairs ascends here, rising towards the light of day far above. Okay, I'm right in the middle of this tomb. There's to the north. To the north there's... There's a passage with two alcoves going off it. And to the south, there's a passage with two alcoves going off. I'm going to go north. A discard. You spot a small, worthy circular expression set into the floor here. A solitary word, although obscured by rhymes inscribed on the floor here. Fire. You spend a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the cryptic inscription for once again setting off through the tomb, okay? Then the other side, forest. You spend a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the cryptic inscription, once again setting off through the tomb. Alright, to the south, south part. It's got a small, roughly, roughly circling expression set into the floor here. Now, soon enough, if I find anything roughly circular, I might have to put it here. Earth is inscribed on the southwest part. What does it mean? I do not know. C. Alright. Alright, going west from the entrance. Another roughly circular impression. East is a roughly circular impression. So I've got four roughly circular impressions to fill. Okay. Okay, I'm, I'm on the eastern side of the tomb now. 
Going west, there's a little question mark, two north of the entrance. Again, three words, partially obscured by moss and grime, are inscribed on the wall here. Shall again sing. We spend a few moments pondering the possible meaning of the encrypted inscription before once again setting off through the tomb. Okay. Four words, partially obscured by moss and grime, are inscribed here. Shall test thy worth. Okay, now. Ooh. Unsettling stillness that pervades the ancient tomb. It's abruptly shattered by the arrival of a most unwelcome sight. It's a petrified ghoul lord. Begin combat. Petrified ghoul lord moans his claws at you. Touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill the length of your body. And it is slain. 5 XP. You take a few moments to catch your breath and check over equipment for once again setting off through the tomb. Okay, there's a little alcove to the southwest. Unlock the wing, it says here. And here's another alcove. For whom sown song? Four lords, four lords of stone. Okay, northeast. Four sparkling gems. Okay, so four sparkling gems, four lords of stone. Okay, looks like I defeat four mini bosses. Get four stones, put them, put them in those four alcoves, something like that. Okay, I'm in a northeastern side. Now there's a there's a little square off the off the map, and right in the middle of it is an alcove. The walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb shake, and the dust of the ages swirls about your feet in large eddies as the massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered yellow cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being, clasping the of its broad chest. It's a large, sparkling shard of amber. The towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls. It moves slowly towards you, gigantic fists clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long-dead master. Hold your ground and fight the massive stone golem. You steal for yourself what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem lumbers steadily towards you, its every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. A faint golden glow animates from the massive stone being. I fight a massive stone golem. The golem smashes you with its heavy stone fist. I've just entered into a battle wage. Another devastating blow. What's with all these devastating blows? Okay, I'm gonna... It's nearly got me. I keep getting attacked by devastating blows. Okay, I'm gonna use... Impenetrable Shield. Until it is down. 
and it's down. Okay, a hundred and hundred and thirty-eight combat experience. And I was nearly down, but now I'm halfway healed. The post battle boost. Okay, I don't know what's happening. I'm having a I'm having a lot of bad luck with devastating blows recently. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe. Echoes off the wall around you. You stoop over the pile of rubble at your feet and retrieve the gem that fastened the golem's tattered cape around its neck. Take the sparkling amber shard. You took this large sparkling gem from a mist of remains of the stone golem you defeated. Taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off through the musty passages of the tomb. Okay, that's the northeast side done. Now I'm going to go towards go towards the entrance, climb the stairs, exit the tomb. Standing at the makeshift camp that Ivor has set up on the edge of the moor, near the entrance of Tarngar's West. Ivor remains a lonely and wary vigil outside the tomb while you stalk the shadows of its ancient passives. West here. Oh, my, my SP is restored, but not. Right, enter the ancient tomb. Okay, I'm going to have to be careful to use my Neville Reserve, because I can't restore that. Okay. All right, we're north, northwestern side now. Petrified Sorcerer. And that, okay, got that for 4xp. You spot a wide rectangular outline on the floor. A closer of, oh, examination of the outline reveals it to be a crack. Okay, what's here in the centre of the northwest part? The walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb shake, and the dust of the ages swirls about your feet in massive eddies. There's a massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered green cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being, claps at the front of his broad chest by a large sparkling emerald. A tar the towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls, as it moves slowly towards you, gigantic fists clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb. This long dead master. Hold your ground and fight the massive stone golem. You steer yourself for what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem starts slumbers steadily to towards you, its every shape shaking the walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb as a massive stone golem. Smashes at you with its heavy stone fist. Alright, one devastating blow for 28 damage. Now it is slain. Well, that was a lot easier. 134 experience. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe and echoes off the walls around you. You soup over the pile of rubble at your feet and retrieve the gem that fastened the golem's tattered cape around your neck.
It's a large sparkling emerald. You took this large sparkling gem from Mr. Remains of the Stone Golem you defeated. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off through the musty passages of the tomb. Okay, that's the southwest. Five petrified ghouls. The unsettling stillness that pervades the ancient tomb. Shattered by the arrival of the most unwelcome sight. Five petrified ghouls. They claw at me. And they are slain. For five XP. You take a few moments to catch your breath and check over your equipment for once again setting off through the tomb. Yeah. Okay, we've got puzzles. We've got monsters. We've got an inscription that reveals, that gives hints to how to solve the puzzle. Now, we've got two more things to do to finish the tomb checklist. He's got to come to life when I disturb his tomb. And the tomb has to collapse after me. Then we'll have the tomb checklist. It is the walls. The tomb walls. Unlock the wing. Okay, let's see. In the southwest corner now, another alcove. A large block of stone sits in the corner of this wide alcove. The block is worn but solid. Even a mountain giant might strain to move this mighty rock. Examine the stone block more closely. You, you uncover a cryptid phrase engraved, inscribed in the top of the massive stone block. Employ thy E A R S. And realise the wing. Alright, what is it? Is, is the use? You place the sparkling gem on the Thomas Stone block. A faint white glowing melts the gem for a moment, but it quickly fades. Okay, I've got to get all four gems first. That's obvious. Alright. Alright, to, to the uh, southwestern side. The walls, floor, and ceiling of the tomb shake, and the dust of the of the ages swells about your feet in large eddies as a massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered white red cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being, collapsed at the front of his broad chest by a large sparkling ruby. The towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls, as it moves slowly towards you. His gigantic fist clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb, his long dead master. Hold your ground and face the massive stone golem. You steel yourself for what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem lumbers steadily towards you, its every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. A faint reddish glow animates from the massive stone being. I fight the massive stone golem. Oh, it just did a devastating blow. 
the golem smashes you with a heavy stone fist. Oh, another devastating blow. I just have to hope there's not too many of them. Oh, another devastating... No, what the... I got a, I got a one, I got a one. Alright. We tweet along the passage. Much to relief. Stone golem does not follow. Alright, I'm going to heal now. Have another shot at it. It's a petrified axeman now. Slain it. Alright, uh, five experience, eight gold. Gonna wash out of this tomb quickly. Climb the stairs. West. Into the ancient tomb. The thing is this, this is way harder than it should be. I have more, uh, greater stats than anyone could possibly have when this, when this adventure was released. This should be easy peasing. But no, I just keep getting unlucky with the devastating blows. Alright, I fight the golem again. Maybe I'll get lucky this time. It's, it, it, it's luck. The luck of the devastating blows. It smashes you with its heavy stone fists. It is slain. 136 experience. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe and echoes off the, off the walls around you. You stoop over the pile of rubble at your feet and retrieve the gem fastened the golem's tattered cape around its neck. It's a large sparkling ruby. You took this large sparkling gem from the mist remains of the stone golem you defeated. After taking a moment to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off through the musty passages of the tomb. Continue. Alright, go to west again. In the centre of the tomb, And the yes. West, west outside the tomb. Speak with Ikecore. Ikecore listens carefully as you rate him the bits of verse you have obtained. The walls of the tomb. There it is, the entirety of Tangar's verse. Some scholar would likely pay handsomely for a look at it. Tangar's verse. Forest, sea, fire, and earth. For loads of stone, for lords of stone shall test thy worth. So starkling gems unlock the wing. For whom stone song shall gan, shall, shall again sing. Perhaps there's a clue or two to derive from that. He says thoughtfully. Okay, a west. Enter the ancient tomb now. Just, just the southeastern. Lord of Stone to defeat. The walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb shake. And the dust of the, of the ages swirls about your feet in large eddies as the massive stone golem stomps into view. A tattered blue cape splashes over the shoulders of the immense stone being. 
collapsed at the front of its broad chest by a large sparkling sapphire. The towering golem makes no sound, save for its thunderous footfalls as it moves slowly towards you. Gigantic fists clenched as it prepares to defend the tomb of its long dead master. Hold your ground and fight the massive stone golem. You steam Pierce, for what promises to be a brutal fight against a powerful and fearless foe. The golem lumbers steadily foot towards you, every step shaking the walls, floor and ceiling of the tomb. Begin combat! The golem smashes you with its heavy stone fist. Okay, oh, I got, got lucky that time. No devastating blows at all. You've slain your foe. A ghastly wail rises up from the shattered remains of your stone foe and echoes off the walls around you. You stoop over, over the pile of rubble at your feet and retrieve the gem that fastened to Gollum's tattered cape round its neck. It's a large, sparkling sapphire. After taking a few moments to recover from the brutal fight, you once again set off through, through the gloomy passages of the tomb. Okay. Now I've got all four gems. Now to use to use those gems in the place where it said e where it said ears. Examine the Okay, so first emerald Use the emerald. You place the large sparkling emerald on top of the stone block. A white glow envelops the gem. You quickly turn away from the blinding light. The glow fades. You find the emerald is now gone. Emerald. Next up is the amber. Use. You place the sparkling amber shard on the top of the stone block. A bright Bright white glow envelops the gem. You quickly turn away from the blinding light. When the glow fades, you turn to find the shard of amber is now gone. Okay, examine the stone. Okay, uh, R. What's R? R. Ruby. Ruby, 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 Ruby. Ah, gonna place it on the stone block. Ah. You place the large sparkling ruby on top of the stone block. Unfortunately, I'm doing this on a Sunday, so it is not a ruby Tuesday. A bright, a bright white glow envelops the gem. You quickly turn away from the blinding light. When the glow fades, you find that the ruby is now gone. Good. Examine now just the sapphire to go. Large sparkling sapphire. Use. You place the large sparkling sapphire 
on top of, of the iron block. A bright white glow envelops the gem and you quickly turn away from the blinding light. The glow fades, you turn to find the sapphire is now gone. Okay. What? What? Oh, dear. Uh, just, the internet just went for a bit. But then it came back. You never know. 128 experience to general. The alcove shakes. The cracks that line the surface of the stone go wider and deeper. Suddenly, the block crumbles into a pile of stone. Nightmarish figure rises out of debris. Takes its first lurching step in your direction. The, fi the figure stepping out of the pile of rubble is truly horrifying. Appears to have one time been human, but half of its body has been petrified. The other half resembles the composed rema decomposed remains of a half preserved cadaver. This gruesome creature hisses loudly as it staggers towards you. Its clawed hands outstretched to tear at your flesh. Without warning, the creature springs forward, nearly knocking you to the ground. It savagely assails you with tooth and claw. Much to your horror, the enemy manoeuvres itself to block your passage out of the alcove. You must fight this abomination to the death. I fight the half-petrified. Never. Oh dear, let's see. I go into battle range. The half-petrified cadaver scribes at you with its clawed hand. And it is slain. For 21 experience, you examine the shattered and twisted remains of the gruesome foe. You discover the rough-hewn stone wing. You take the small object and decide to carry it with you. Ooh, some circular thing. Alright, okay, okay. Rough-hewn stone wing. View. This rough-hewn wing of stone bears no distinguishable marks. Please continue. Okay, I'm going to use it in those four places. As soon as I get to them, that is. Okay. Right, to the... Eastern side first, you, 32XB, the rough hued stone wing you retrieve from the remains of your half-petrified patel, fixed perfectly in a shallow impression. As it slips into place, you hear the echoes of a rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Okay, now the south side, use it again, 32XB. The Wathtomb stone wing retrieved from the remains of the half-petrified cadaver fits perfectly into the shallow impression. Slips into place, you hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Alright, next up, western one. The western rough circular stone impression sits into the floor here. Another 32 XP. The rough hewn stone wing you retrieve from the remains of your half petrified cadaver fits perfectly into the shallow impression. 
as it slips into place, you hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wings. Please continue. Then, north. A disquieting silence fills the musty halls of this ancient tomb. It's another roughly circular stone impression. Use it once more. The roughly hewn stone wing you retrieve from the remains of the half-petrified cadaver fits perfectly into the shallow impression. It slips into place. You hear the echoes of a deep rumble from somewhere off in the distance. You hastily retrieve your wing. Okay, now I think that's northwest side now. The grand stone sarcophagus. Its size adorned, oh no, a sarcophagus. Signs adorned with intricate engravings. Fills nearly the entirety of this broad alcove. The lid of the sarcophagus is identical to the tomb that makes up the floor. This tomb is summarized it has recently risen from below, realizing you may at last be looking at the final resting place of Tarnar. You place your hands firmly on the lid and strain as you attempt to dislodge the weighty stone slab. Much to your surprise, the lid slides back with minimal effort. Bearing the contents that have long lay hidden beneath its protective bulk. With Grimes' reputation, you lean forward and peer upon that which, which only one other set of human eyes has ever beheld. Really? really only one other set? Then how, how has there become legends? Did he just brag about it a lot? So it became legend. The, the tall skeletal remains of a tall human clad in blue worms lies at the bottom of the sarcophagus. You realise you, you are you're looking upon the legendary warrior way, Tarangar, lying upon Tarangar's chest, still clutched by his fleshless fingers. It's a magnificent bone horn. Lay Inlaid with silver and gold banding. An overwhelming sense of relief comes over you as you stare, stare down at the horn. There is no doubt you gaze upon Stone Song, the object of your quest. The one weapon capable of defeating Justice Khan, turning the tide of this cruel conquest. Curiously, you reach in and take hold of the horn. The bony fingers long hold on to the prized possession slowly give way, releasing the rigid grip as you lift the stone entombed item. Lift the long entombed item out of the sarcophagus. I have Stone Song! You carefully place the horn amongst your belongings and prepare to make your way out of the turf. View Stone Song. This magnificent enchanted bone horn, inlaid with bands of gold and silver, is none other than the legendary stone song you retrieved. You retrieved this powerful item from the tomb of its former owner, Tonga, 
hopes that you might employ. His mystical might against the wicked mountain giant Jastakai. Now, Tangar, this is your last chance. Are you going to come to life and try to kill me? As you turn to leave the alcove, a ghastly whipper, whisper, rise out of sarcophagus. Your pulse quickens as an eerie voice imparts its chilling words. You shall never leave this place alive, faith. You stand before the sarcophagus of Tarangar. The skeletal remains of long dead warrior maids lie within the imposing stone box. This prized horn's stone song is now safely in your possession. Right, quickly to the exit. Scrying silence fills the musty halls of this. Ooh, settling stillness fades the ancient tomb. It's abruptly shattered by the arrival of a most unwelcome sight. It's a petrified sorceress. The touch of your enemy sends a deftly chill the length of your body, and it is slain. Four XP. Sixteen gold. Right, petrified master mage. Touch of your enemy sends a deftly chill the length of your body. And another touch. Another chill. Slain. Four XP. Four gold. Quick, must hurry to the exit. It's a petrified knight this time. The petrified knight unleashes a furious attack upon you. But still slain. Slain greaves, bone groups, chain greaves. Two gold. Okay. Climb the stairs and exit the tomb. You carefully ascend the crumbling steps and exit the tomb. Icor's eyes widen as you emerge from the tomb and produce the object of your quest. He gazes in wonder at the magnificent horn. Unable to speak for several minutes as he carefully studies it. Beyond all hope, stone song is found, he says, as a look of relief passes spreads across his face. It's good to know there is truth in the legends. Hate to think my years of study have been to no avail. For several minutes you are linked to Ivor, the details of what transpired within the tomb. He consistently shakes his head in disbelief. Describe the horrors you encountered in the musty pastures of Tarangar's west. You must not delay any longer. The danger grows with each passing hour, he says, as you conclude your account. We are we are awaited in the village of Elmbridge by the old friend by an old friend of mine. The storm shall I in the battle against the tyranny of dark justice kind. You will know how best to employ this newfound addition to our arsenal. Let us strike west for Elmbridge at once. Come now, there are. They are the last words Ivor will ever speak. 1024 experience to general. The end. You've reached the end of 
the Giants Part 2. Stone Song. Gonna west. West from all those devastating blows. Do nearly 30 damage. Alright, we're done for now, but the next adventure be the Giants Part 3. Waff of the Giant. But for now, going to save and farewell, fellow adventurers. Ooh, I'm trying to hit it exactly one hour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every Free time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.